Okay, Pasha's Bashalach, Tafshim Peydalad. And we're going to be asking a very, very big question. The question is, which one is greater, this world or the next? And we've got a uh, we've got two Mishnayas from Avois, Rebbe Yaakov, back to back in the fourth Perik, Mishnah, uh, Tess Zion and Yud, Yud Zion. Rebbe Yaakov Oymer, Ha'olim Hazer Doymer Le Prozdor Bifnei Ha'olim Haber. This world is similar to a, 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 a corridor um, before Oilam Haba. Fix yourself in the corridor so that you can enter into the palace. But then Rabbi Yaakov goes on, the next Mishnah, and he says, Who are you, Oymer? The Mishnah says, he used to say this. It's more beautiful, more lovely, more wonderful. One hour of tshuva and maizim toivim and oilam hazeh. Then all of the life of oilam haba. The yafisha achas shall koimus roch oilam haba. And it's yafeh, one hour of koyus ruach, which is uh, like emotional pleasure, maybe. Koyus ruach boilam haba, mikol hayolam hazeh. Then all of the life of this world. But it comes out that that it the one out of choosing myas and toivim is better than all of the life of oilam haba, and then koyus ruach is better than all of the life of oilam hazeh. So what's what what comes out? It's very the. That mission itself is a little bit confusing. And especially when you couple it with the mission that you said just before, that this world is just a corridor. This world is just a corridor. And, and if you read the beginning of the Messias Sharim, although I, my, my understanding of the Messias Sharim is that it's a, he's, he's, it's a Havamina, but the way that it's generally understood, the basic understanding of the Messias Sharim at the beginning is it uses this Mishnah to show you how this world is really kind of irrelevant it's absolutely a means to an end uh the end is oil haba and people use this mishnah to discuss that okay we're going to put that question to a side aside for the minute and we're going to just discuss another quick question this is a, a toilet unto itself but you'll see it fits in why was it that nachshan ben aminadov uh had to enter into the yam Ad groinoi until his neck. Yeah, the the orchaim. I quote the orchaim. He says on pasuk. Uh, it it says to his neck. That's what it says. Um, but uh, the orchaim. It's in the uh, pasuk yud dalat tes tesvav. But Tim says again, I had the tzaddik arisha, and it came out the first tzaddik who nachshan ben aminadav. Ad he entered up until his going, up until his neck, his throat. And the, the yam didn't split. Until the mime came into his nefesh, meaning that he was moist in nefesh. It came up into his throat and then um, it came, uh, then, then it, then it um, opened up. Also, just in, in Birch's Kriyashima, we also say Break the, the oil, the yoke of the goyim that is around our necks. Yeah? And also, Moshe, the Shechina spoke from the goyim 
of Moshe. What's the Indian? So, so the Indian basically the the the, the Tanya explains that the ruach shtus, which causes a person to sin, basically gets a person disconnected from reality, only reaches ad hochma veloy ad bichlal. It gets up to hochma, but it does not cover hochma, meaning it covers up to bina. It covers bina, but it doesn't touch your hochma. Now, although Bina is a mind faculty and is generally related to the left side of the brain, in uh, in Aruch, when the when the, the spheres are are in a line, a linear, yeah, Bina corresponds to the Gaon, to the throat. So Nachshon needed to walk in to the to the Yam until his throat, meaning what needed to be Moisenefesh was from his Bina down. Because our Chochmah is always cognizant of the Boim Shloilam. That's what allows a Yid to be Moisa Nefesh. So that wasn't necessary. The Moisa Nefesh is Dafka for the system from Bina down. Bina down means that the, the emotions are selfish. Yeah, the emotions are all about me. And if the emotions hijack Bina, the, motion, the emotions can hijack Bina. Yeah, Bina is the cognitive, analytical mind, the thinking mind. So if the, the selfish thoughts of Bina, so the selfish thoughts of the emotions catch Bina, yeah, that's that's a problem. But they can never touch Hochma. Hochma is is so heilig, Hochma is so battles with the Bonashonim. The Bonashonim is found in Hochma that that that's that's the head. And that's why that's why that's why Nachshan had to walk into the Yam until his neck. Because that was the Indian of Messias Nefesh, but he didn't need to go in over his head because because the head the the, the head being symbol, symbolizing Hochma is always in a state of his kashas with the Bodhisattvam. Does the neshama reside around the head? The primary place of the neshama is in the brain. Yeah. So isn't isn't that what's the the chelak Hashem? Isn't that like the connection to Hashem? So, so yeah, the I mean the, the 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 it also comes down into the the right side of the heart. So it's it's connected to the whole, and it's it's also connected above. It depends which which the, the nef the neshama of the neshama is con- meaning. There's five madrigas the neshama. Yeah, nefeshuch neshama yechida. So on that breakdown, the neshama, which is the the intellect, so to speak, is kashur to the brain. Yeah, but we're talking about a different breakdown. We're talking about a different yeah. breakdown. We're talking about the breakdown of Chochmah, Bina, and down. So, but the Indian of walking up into that, and that was why Moshe, well, before he said Moshe, that's why we ask for Hashem to remove the oil of the Goyim from our neck. Because the head of the Yid, the Chochmah of the Yid is always connected to the Boinashloilam. It's just from the neck down. Just from the neck down. And that's why Moshe spoke from the neck. That's why that's why the, the Shina spoke from Moshe's neck, because that's the Chiddush. The fact that the Amunah of the Yid, the Chokhmah of the Yid is connected to the Boi Rishonim, that's with all of us. But Moshe, the entire system became Halig. So the net, so, so the, the Shina was Medebrez Metoch Groinish on Moshe. It was speaking from the neck of Moshe. Why? Because that was the Chiddush of Moshe, is that Moshe's, the system from the neck down became Halig. Every every year on the level of of Chochmah, the level of Amuna is uh, is 
is um to, to Moshe Rabbeinu and to all the Avois and to every to all of the to everyone. But but the difference is when you get from the going down. And that was that was the Kiddush of Moshe. So that that's a side point, okay? That was a totally so that's a side point. Basically, that Nachshon had to be Moshe Nefesh. There, there was there was a there was the 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 s the essential the um the essential um element that that gave us the schu so to speak for Hashem to split open the sea was the Messiah's nefesh of Nachshon, which is giving up to the neck. But anyway, let, let's go right now. Keep that in your let's put that to the side. And now we're going to get back to our main question: which one's greater, this world or the next? So. It's important to know. Do you remember in the Haggadah there's that really weird bit with uh, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yezer, and Rabbi Kiva when they're discussing about the muckers by the sea, yeah? And they said that there were ten muckers in Mitzrayim, which was the Etzber Hashem, that was one, and it was the Yad Hashem by the sea. So Rabbi Yossi says, um, Rabbi Yossi says it was. Uh, 10 muckers by the sea, and it was one finger by Mitzrayim, so it was a whole hand by the sea, so it was 50 muckers. And then Rabbi Eleazar says, I think it was four, four, not, uh, sorry, um, four muckers, each muck was four muckers, so it was 200 muckers, and then Rabbi Giva says it was five muckers, it was 250 muckers, yeah, that, Rabbi Yossi says 50, uh, Rabbi Yezer, 200, Rabbi Kiva, 250. The point is, though, and this is what everybody agrees in, is that by the sea, by Kriyas Yamsuf, it was the Yad Hashem. By 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 Makkas Mitzrayim, by the Esa Makkas, it was the Etzber Hashem. By Kriyas Yamsuf, it was the Yad Hashem. What's the difference? What's the point? What's the Indian of the Yad Hashem? Now, it's interesting, just as before we discuss that, that well, the Indian of what, what what's the difference between one hand and two hands? It says Yad Hashem. Now listen to there's a there's a um um there's a Rashi at the end of the Pasha, or well, not at the end of the Pasha, by in um in um Shir Shoyom, where um where it says Mukadesh Adonai Koinanu Yadecha. Rashi says, Chaviv Besa Migdash. The Besa Migdash is, is Chaviv, lovely, desired, dear. Sheha'olam Nivrabiyad Achas. The world was created with one hand. Shne'ema Af Yadi Yosta Oretz Mishiyan. Umigdash Bishteyadayim. But the Migdash was built with Shteyadayim. I'm not going to finish up, but, but what's the Indian? The The world was built with one hand and the Migdash was built with two hands. What's the difference between doing something with one hand and doing something with two hands? That's the question. Okay. One hand, you do things with one hand when there are means to an end. You do things with both hands when it's an end unto itself. Oilam Hazer is not an end unto itself. It's a means to an end. What's the end? Is the Boyne Shloilam's, is the Deir Betachtoinim. Shem wanted a Deir Betachtoinim, so he needed to create Oilam Hazer. 
So Olam Hazah is not an end unto itself. It's a means to an end. That's why he created this world with one hand. And he created the base of Middash with two hands, with Shtei Yadayim. So it's interesting because the Pasuk says, they saw the Yad Gadoila, the Yad Gadoila, that Hashem did to Mitzrayim at the Yam, the hand. Because the, the, well, listen to what he says in the, in the, in the, in the Pasuk, the, the, in other Pasukim here. Um, Shem ever did such a thing where he took a goy from the from the from the midst of another goy, the masois, with with wondrous signs and miracles, etc., and with war. Uvi Yad Hazaka with one hand again, Yad Hazaka of his ruin the and stretched out arm. Uvi Moirim Gadoilim and Moiridikazachim. Kachor Shasalachem that he did for you, Hashem Lokechem, but Mitzrayim Lainercha. Ataha Raisel Das, Keshem Lokim Einod Movado. You saw all of this, Ladas, to know. None of these miracles are an end unto themselves. Shem does these miracles. They're not, they're not for the sake of the miracles that we would say, oh, wow. The point of the miracle is Ladas. And that's what it says. When Hashem did the miracles by us, we say in Shir Shriyam, it says, And we believed in Hashem. But that's not the ultimate madrega. The ultimate there is not believing in Hashem. The ultimate madrega is knowing Hashem. They are stichli be'emuna ledas es Hashem. The emuna is there to bring us to das. Adam yada es chava is we we we're meant to know Hashem, not to believe. That's believing is is an important madrega. But the place where we're trying to get to is yedia. Where it's it's emerging, a visceral merging, like you with your goof is meant to be you with the Rabbinishloim. So all of these, all of these, all of these moifsim at the yam were all done with Yad Hashem, because they were all to bring us, they were all to bring us to, to Das, which is the base of Migdash, the base of Bechira, that's Bechina's Das, that's Shteyadayim, that's an end unto itself. So it comes out, what's the Indian, what, why is that, by the way, that one hand is a means to an end and two hands is an end unto itself? Well, we see one hand is a means to an end because everything it just explained just now. But the idea of the two hands being Miramis to an end unto itself Number one, the Indian of being Masih Das, the Tanya speaks about being Masih Das. He says, to push away a thought, if you push away a thought with two hands, Masih Das. Das, again, is the Indian of the, is, of the intimate binding, which is an end unto itself. So you push away a thought with two hands, that breaks the Das. That breaks the hischavus to the thought. 
also just as a very interesting point is to Yudayim is Koyach. Yeah, Yad Yad is 28, which is Koyach. Koyach is the two-letter shresh of the word Noichach, face-to-face. That's always an end unto itself, a relationship that's face-to-face. So that's Bechinus Koyach. That was a side point. So it comes out that the prosdor that Rabbi Yaakov was talking about, we could say is Kriyas Yamsuf. What's the Taklin? That was Hasinai. So we've got three, we've got three Madragas now. We've got getting to the palace. And then we've got the Yechidas with the king in his palace. And then we've got the third level, which we didn't speak about, which is the shlichus of the king. When you go to the palace to meet with the king, you're going to discuss what you can help, how you can help him, how you can help fix up his, his malchus. That's why you go and talk to the king. So I don't know if we asked this question before. What's, I, I can't think of the word, what's more? When the king is telling you about what he wants done for his state or when you're out there doing it for him. You're the Mishnah the Melech, yeah? You meet up with the Melech and he sits there and he tells you everything that he desires so deeply for his state. And you're sitting there, you're Be'yechidus with the king. How much more special could you feel? It's incomparable. But he's telling you what he wants because he needs you to do these things for him. So when you go out there and you're out there in the trenches dealing with the other politicians and getting the getting the projects up and running, you're dealing with the building and with the planning and with the with the with all the logistics and whatever, yeah. Where's the feelings? It feels special like sitting there with the king. You're out there with your hands all dirty, dealing with annoying people and problems and headache, etc. Yeah. But you're fulfilling his shlichus. You've become him, Mamash. You're his hand. See, when you're sitting there in his palace, face to face, you're not him. You're experiencing him. When you get out there into the Medina and you start putting into the policies that he was speaking to you with, you start putting them into effect. Now you've actually become him even though it doesn't feel like that. And so this is the this is the answer. So the this world, it says, Rabbi Yaakov says, Haskein fix yourself in the prosdor. So you this world is how you get to the king. But Rabbi Yaakov says, Haskein fix yourself in this world. If you don't fix yourself, your the etzim, your sense of self, you won't recognize the king because you'll be sitting there in front of the king thinking about yourself. But when you fix yourself in this world, now you come back, you, you are able to experience the king once you've walked through the Yamsuf and you've experienced the Yad Hashem, which is just the means to the end. But you've cut to the point where you realize that you are part of that means to the end, that you're not an 
end unto yourself. And that dissolves that sense of atzmius, of yesh. Now you're prepared. Now you're ready to enter into the Tuatlin, to actually go into the palace and have a yechidus with the Rabbana Shoilem. That's Hasinai. Hasinai was not a means to an end. Hasinai, now he told us, it says, you know, the word anoichi is ana nafshi ksivis yavis. Yeah, ana nafshi. I, I wrote to you my soul. I've given you my soul. That's Harsinai. That's going into the palace. That's being with him. That is an end. That is an end. But the world is going back out of the palace, so to speak, back into the yam, back into the prosdor, because that's what he wants fixed up. He wants the prosdor fixed up. The palace is already beautiful and perfect. What we need to fix up is the capital city and the and the and the and the uh, and all the kfarim and all the cities and all the everything that the Medina needs to get fixed up. The Malchus needs to get fixed up. So the prosdor, you're right. You go through the prosdor. Yeah, that's to fix yourself. You get to Har Sinai. That's that's Yamsif. You get to Har Sinai, which is the Trakin. That's the palace. Hashem reveals Himself to you, Mamash. Yeah, that's the ultimate experience. That's the that's the geschmack. That's the chorus ruach. But then you go back with your mission, back to the back to the yam, back to the prosdor to fix up the prosdor, and that's really the ultimate, the ultimate source that we have, and we have to we have to meditate on this over and over. The ultimate source that we have is the fact that we can be over the shem, not reward, not nothing that we have the source to serve the Rebbeinu Shlomim. That is Pasha mind-blowing. You want reward? Why would you, like, who cares? Like, it's like someone's giving you everything, and on top of it, you want a lollipop. You're like, what? You want to give me a lollipop? Because hey, I'll take it and I'll enjoy it. And if, if you want to get out, fine, that's great. But is that part of the equation, Bichlal? And it's so simple. I remember my one of my 10-year-old boy. I said it to him just so clearly, like, yeah, the bells are Rebbe. I've said this before, no? The bells are Rebbe asked you to clean his car. He says, I'm I, I've I've got to run, I've got to run an errand. I'm gonna leave you my car for three hours. Yeah. Yeah, see what you could do. Could you clean my car for me? Imagine what what you would do. Three hours. Yeah, the toothbrush and the you know, it would be, he'd come back in three hours. It would be a brand new car, yeah? Brand new car. And he's like, Psh, Michael, puts his hand around your shoulder. He says, Here's, he'd take 50 bucks. E even if he was to say, take a million bucks, you'd be like, I mean, if you want to give that to me, that's fine. But I, 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 <laughs> what, you know, that's it. That's the sluice. So the sluice is, the sluice is this world on the way out once we've received the anan, the, the ananafshi. Once Hashem's told us about himself and what he wants and what he needs, so to speak, and we can go and do that, that's that's everything. That's that's what they were talking about. And that's what the Barashemtov said when he said, Rahmana Liba boy. Yeah, not not that he wants you to be going like that. Yeah, some people are like that. If you like that, then do that. Some people, you're like a more relaxed guy, I see, yeah? If you're more relaxed, then you don't do that. Yeah, you relax. That's how you serve Hashem, yeah? What Rahman al boy means, he wants your heart 
Not he wants you at that. He wants you. He wants you. And how do you give that to him? That's for your service. That's your service as well to show you. Okay, and that's, by the way, tshuva umaisim toivim. Why do you need tshuva umaisim toivim? Surely maisim toivim would be enough, or surely tshuva would be enough. Why both? Because the tshuva means, like we've said, the tshuva means not I want to be the best over the Shem I can be. It's a Shem. You deserve the best avoidance of Shem there can be. That's tshuva. Tshuva means I'm returning to you, Rabbi Shoinam. You're what it's about. It's not about my avoider. It's about you. That's tshuva. And then comes the maisim toivim. Toivim loshen, loshen um, surrendered or transparent or hailing. It's not about me. That's what toiv means. It's about you. So the tshuva is the reorientation back to Hashem. And the maisim toivim is the maisim that come from the tshuva. And that's what we said. That's what it's all about. So which one's greater? This world or the next world? This world. The next world, we sit there and we receive reward. This world, sorry, the next, I think I said, the next world, we sit there and receive reward. But this world, we get to serve. And that's why we say mitzvah, gererus mitzvah. Because that's all we want. And that's why we say to people, tis gele mitzvahs. That's the most powerful brocha you can ever give anyone. It's uh, it's Mamash Givaldik. Okay, Shbizoche, Bezat Hashem, to our own Chris Yamsuf and to uh, to avoid the Shlema to Mima, Bezat Hashem's Baruch.